Praise the Lord, everyone, and good evening, and welcome to our evening intercessory prayer line here at the Greater Allen AME Cathedral of New York, where our pastor is the Reverend Dr. Elaine Flake. Listen, we're going to be blessed tonight as we have with us the Reverend Lois Stewart, who's going to lead us in tonight's intercessory prayer. Well, uh, Welcome, Reverend Stewart, and without further ado, let's receive her now as she comes. Thank you, Reverend Carson. Blessings, God's peace, love, power, and protection upon everyone on the line and all of your families. God is a good God. We know that, and we attest that tonight and every night and every day. Just like for us to just to consider just a short meditation. I know normally you get the uh, the scripture before the meditation, but um, I'm going to do it a little bit differently tonight, so just, just bear with me. Come, Holy Spirit, with all of your quickening power. Open the ears and eyes of our understanding. Help us to see that which is not readily seen. Help us to hear that which is not readily heard. Help us to accept and receive, O oh God and to give it back to you in the name of Jesus Christ and by his blood. Amen. As we look around us, to the left and to the right, as we look in front and behind, everywhere we look, there it is. It's crying out, trying to be heard, but not really knowing how to be heard. We're engaging in anything and everything, just trying to be heard trying to find some relief, but only coming up empty, wrung out time and time and time again. And the worst thing is that we can't get away from it. It's there morning, noon, night. It's there in the midnight hour. It's there in the darkest hour before the dawn. We lie down with it. We sleep with it. We wake up with it. And we carry it around with us. We take it everywhere we go. And everywhere we go, there is still no relief. But I want to assure us tonight, my sisters and my brothers, that there is good news. There is good news if only we will listen. There is relief if only we will accept it. Because truly there is a bomb in Gilead to heal the wounds that have been inflicted upon us over the years, to heal the hurt that we have endured, that we have kept with us, to heal our brokenness. If we will only stop, just stop for a moment and accept it. If we will only stop trying to cover it up, if we will only stop trying to deny it, if we will only stop trying to find ways to lash out and get back at those who have hurt us and those that we think have hurt us. There is a bomb in Gilead to heal the wounds, the deep cuts that have been inflicted upon us, sometimes from early childhood. God has a bomb that can heal us and make us whole. But we have to stop 
and we have to accept and we have to receive it. Some of us have been so broken for so long that we don't even realize that we are broken. We have accepted so much and pushed it down and pressed it down and tried to suppress it. And it's like a balloon that you blow up and then you try to to squeeze it. It's going to come out someplace else. You can't stop it once the air is in it. It has to be let out. You can't let it out by being angry. You can't let it out by lashing out at other people. Even yourself at times. You can't let it out by by being spiteful and, and, and abusive and and acting out. We can't let it out by being sullen and acting mean and petty. And all of the other small and petty things that we do to try to keep from facing what we know we really need to face. And sometimes, sometimes, every now and then, it's been going on for so long, we've gotten so used to it until we don't realize it's there. But the consequences of its being there comes out in so very, very many different ways. I'm talking about our brokenness our need to be healed, our need to be made whole. Psalm thirty-four, eighteen, the Lord tells us that he is near to the brokenhearted and he saves those who are crushed in spirit. This is from the Amplified Version. And in parenthesis, it tells us those who are contrite in heart, truly sorry for their sins. Sin may not have gotten you into an area of brokenness, but sin can come out of our staying in an area of brokenness. And that's not what God wants for us. God wants to heal us because God is near to the brokenhearted. When we can stop and understand and agree that, yes, my heart has been broken, he or she said or did things to me that should not have been said or done, but they were, and it crushed me. It crushed my spirit. It crushed my heart. But God does not want us to stay in this position of brokenness. God wants to heal us. In healing us, in putting us back together again, so that we can fulfill our God-ordained life. For too long, we have allowed the adversary to steal from us, to steal our joy, to steal our hope, to steal our dreams. He's trampled on everything that sometimes we touch. It seems like every time we touch something, it just goes sour. That's the adversary trampling on it. But we can stop that by believing what God is saying to us. God is near to the brokenhearted, and he wants to heal those 
who are brokenhearted and crushed in spirit. He wants to save those. That's you and me. We wake up in the morning and it's with us. Maybe we can't always put a name to it. In the afternoon, it's with us. Sometimes we sigh so heavy and so hard because things just don't seem to want to go right. Some of this is the consequence of being broken and is the vestiges of the things that have tried to crush you creep in. Sometimes they creep in in, in ways you're, you're having fun, you're out with your family and friends, and all of a sudden it's like sadness just descends over you. That brokenness tries to rise up and stop you from enjoying relationships with others, enjoying the party, enjoying the, the church service, enjoying just a beautiful, sunshiny day. There are consequences to remaining in a broken state. When we remain in a broken state, we cut short the blessings that God has for us. We cut short what God wants us to do, what he has ordained us to do. The talents and abilities that he has placed within us are pushed down and not allowed to come out because we stay in that broken state. Even if your mother and father said it, Don't hold on to it any longer. Even if your husband or wife said it, your best friend said it, someone that you thought would never seem to turn against you seems to have turned against you. Don't hold on to it. We need to stand up and stand flat-footed and say, God said it. I believe it. I'm going to do it, and I will receive it. Because that's what God wants us to do. In this world, we will have trials and tribulations. And oh, my sisters and my brothers, some of you have been through so much, such pain, such anguish. But just remember, God knows. God knows. And there's nothing that you or I can do to pay someone back. But we serve a God. We have a Father who knows all of our hurts, all of our sadnesses, all of our sorrow. And it makes him sorrowful also. It makes him sorrowful because he wants us to bring it to him. He wants us to stop cuddling it and and allowing it to push us and move us and cause us to act out and cause us to get into situations and conditions that were never meant for us to be involved with. He has washed us with the blood of his only begotten son, Jesus the Christ. We are cleansed as if we had never done anything. All of it has been placed on Jesus the Christ. And when he looks at you and me, regardless of what we have been through, regardless of what we have done, because we have been broken by someone, he sees us perfect. He sees us perfect because he sees us through his son, Jesus the Christ, the anointed one. But we have to invite him in. He's not going to barge in. He's not just going to come and take over. He gave us the right to choose. He gave us the right to choose to be with him or to be apart from him. 
And that brokenness is keeping us from fulfilling the destiny that God has for us, from fulfilling our relationship with Him. Sometimes we try so many things to get nearer to God. Oh, I read Scripture day and night, and I do this and I do that. But God is not only looking for that. We need to put first things first. Bring it to Him. Trust Him enough to say to Him, Thus and such was the case, and it hurt me. And I've been carrying it. I don't know what to do with it. We need to stop for a moment and consider this, no matter how bad it was, and no matter how bad we have tried to hurt other people, because hurt people do hurt other people. What we need to do is to ask God, God, help me to let you help me. I'm going to say it again. Ask God to help you to let him help you. All that we have tried to do in most instances to try to get rid of it, to try to assuage the feelings and to feel better hasn't worked. And God is not going to allow it to work because you don't need to carry that. That's not your burden to carry. It was not right, whatever it was. But that doesn't mean that you have to labor under it day and night, continually for the rest of your life. You can be happy. You can smile again. You can love again. You can trust again. And that trust needs to start first with God. And God will show you who to allow you to put your trust in. And he will show you how far you can go. And the Holy Spirit will say, "Uh, uh, uh, uh-uh-uh-uh, that far and no farther, not now, not now. And it's not necessarily because there's anything wrong with the person that you're trying to put your trust in. It's just it's not right at that time. You see, there's growth that has to happen in all of us. There is maturity that has to come up in all of us. And we're all at different levels at different times. And God knows all of our times and all of our levels and all of our stages. And he's the only one that can lead and guide and direct us. And so think about Psalm 38, 34, excuse me, verse 18. The Lord is near to the brokenhearted. He's been there all the time. His hand has been held out to you, asking you to let him help you. Tonight, tonight, determine in your heart that no matter what it was and what has come out of it, that you're going to allow God to help you because he is near. He has never left you, nor will he ever leave you. The Lord is near to the brokenhearted, and he saves those who are crushed in spirit. The Lord is the only one that can take those pieces, those fine pieces that have been pulverized almost. And he can put them back together again. He can give you so much more than you and I could ever think about or dream of if we will only ask him to help us, to let him help us. Let us pray. God, it's not easy. It's not easy. Some of us have been broken for so long and hurt so deeply, 
until it seems like every way we turn, we run into nothing but pain and nothing but hurt. But tonight, Father, tonight, tonight, let us put all of that aside and let us come to you as newborn babes, reaching out for your hand, wrapping our fingers around your finger, your finger of healing, helping us to rest in your arms, your arms that can comfort and soothe and assuage the the pain that we have been carrying for so long. No, it shouldn't have been said, and no, it shouldn't have been done to us, and we didn't ask for it, and there was nothing that we could do about it. Some of us were so young that we didn't fully understand But, oh, God, as the adversary continues to try to whisper in our ear what it is, help us to close our ears to his voice and only to hear your voice. Help us to draw so nearer to you, Lord, that the only thing that we can hear is you telling us how much you love us and how very special we are to you and how we are always on your mind. Oh, Lord, comfort those, comfort those tonight and heal those tonight who have been deserted, who have been left alone, who are not a part of the group or the the contingency. Help us, oh God. Help them to know that you're there, that you can raise up friends, that they don't have to push and shove and try to get into something that may not be for them. Help us to understand that you may be the one keeping us out of it, Because it's just not for us. You have something else for us. Not that there's necessarily anything wrong with it, but it's just not for us. What you have for us, you have tailored specifically for us. And so, Lord, tonight, comfort, comfort, and heal our brokenness, Lord. Heal our brokenness. And help us to know without a shadow of a doubt that you have healed it no matter what it is because we give it to you, because you are God, and there's no one like you, and no one can do it but you. Keep us under your blood and hide us at the shadow of thy wings in the day of trouble, and we thank you, Lord, because we give it all to you. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. And the people of God said amen. Amen, indeed. Amen. And we certainly thank the Lord for the word that has gone forth today and for the prayers of the saints. Amen. Thank you so much, Reverend Stewart, for leading us and guiding us today, uh, tonight, rather, in our intercessory prayer. Hallelujah. Listen, just because we're getting ready to sign off does not mean that you have to stop praying. Amen. We thank God for these 20 minutes that we set aside every weekday night, uh, but know uh, that there is still much to pray for, but, but also the importance of making our communication link with God, um, making sure that we're speaking to him, but more importantly, that we're listening for what God is speaking. May God bless you. May God keep you. Uh, Continue to pray without ceasing. God bless. Have a good evening.